Hey, it's Re, ex radio co host turned podcastpreneur. Every episode, me and a creative out of the collective are going to be discussing the mission of their creative work, the motive that began that mission, and the money making methods that they're using to make that mission possible. So, why listen to all of this? It's really simple. So, you can make your mission possible too. Are you ready for this episode? Okay, cool. Let's see who joined the collective today. How's your day yeah. so far? So far, it's amazing. Um, I have been working on a um, on some new media marketing and publicity because I'm doing a show. Oh, okay. That so, sounds very exciting. Is it uh, a podcast yeah, or is it more of a TV show? I've been picked up to do a podcast. And then I've been picked up by a distribution company that has millions of people and iHeartRadio and uh, Plexa and a bunch of things as well. So the show, while it's on a smaller platform, will have the ability, the audio, to go out on radio nationally. Oh, okay. Amazing. Uh, that sounds like a really good opportunity. Yeah. So I have, a, I have a background. I've been in radio and media for a long time, long before I started a little pretty company. You know, I've done AM and FM shows both in LA and New York. Okay, very cool. Because um, I was interested in radio, like more so um, radio DJing at first. Not actually, uh-huh. you know, DJing music, but radio DJ as in a host. So that's how I started. Yeah. But then when I worked at, um, there was a small commercial radio station in Guam, you know, when I stationed over there. But it was not really what I was wanting um, after I actually work in that position um right it's just some of the things i didn't necessarily agree with so that's why now i'm podcasting because you know you have your freedom to do whatever yeah it really does i mean i think the first podcasting platform really was blog talk radio oh okay i've never heard of that they were one of the originals Mm -hmm. that really made it big and i was on blog talk for about 11 years um, I use them primarily as a studio because that was before there were all these apps out there. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a great studio at the time for the technology that was available. We're talking about a decade ago. So, um, yeah, so they were one of the first people that really helped people who want to get into radio but don't want to deal with the radio business. The radio game is hard. Mm. It's a serious injury and it's kind of cutthroat. So a lot of people find that they're happier podcasting on them and hopefully reaching the audience, having the audience reach that they're truly looking for. Yeah, you know what really interested me in podcasting was, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there's so much more freedom to live out your own mission as opposed to working under, you know, a commercial company's mission. Um, Right. So, you know, before we um, get more into it, I wanted you to tell everybody who you are. Um, Obviously, I've, you know, did a little background research, but I would love that to come directly from you. Sure. Um, What your name is, uh, what what you create, and what your mission is with your creative work. 
that's deep. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Well, first of all, I am known as Dr. Tranquility Lydia. And I have had a varied background in media. I've developed some protocols that did very well, and I've been an expert in many major magazines, Cosmo, Red Book. Um, and then I've been on The View and um, ABCnews.com and, and lots of stuff, lots of different programming, because I like to help people feel comfortable in their skin. So what does that mean? That means that I do mind body work and using the mind also in hypnotic anesthesiology, which is a way to block pain and acute stress. And I say acute because if it's going on long term, you need to have um, allopathic intervention. That means medical, mm-hmm. medically trained peak time for a script. You know, it's a prescription. It's a little more serious. But, um, yeah, it's a great tool for blocking pain and stress. It was a great help to me when I found myself bedridden and very ill. And that's what launched um, my PR arm. Initially, it was Dr. PR. And now it's officially its own business with clients called Satori PR. And um, it's Satori X. PR.com. So Satori just means a sudden knowing, and once you know, you can't unknow it. It's hypnotic anesthesiology. It's helping people get over stress. Um, and this is extreme stress. I'm not talking about being a little bit annoyed. And just helping people find themselves and find the peace in that journey and doing it quickly. The beauty of using hypnotherapy is that it gets rid of the barriers. And a lot of people misunderstand hypnosis. They assume that we're putting you to sleep Mm -hmm. um, or that (laughs) you're going to quack like a duck and bark like a dog. And that's just not the case. Though people are... Um, they're going to a show. It's a performance, and what the and they're hypnotists, not hypnotherapists, and certainly not hypnotic anesthesiologists, which is what I am. Um, they're just there to do a performance. So we all run what's known as a condenser, and it's a way to show you that you are susceptible and highly. Um, inducible and everyone is if you've ever been driving on a street late at night and you're tired or even earlier in the day and you find yourself drifting your thoughts are drifting on that's if you're in hypnosis mm. you know if you've been watching TV or uh, the computer your iPad your phone and all of a sudden you're noticing that you're kind of in a zone you're being hypnotized that's so interesting Huh. Yeah. So, so what a, what the therapist does, and what as an anesthesiologist of hypnotherapy I do, is my goal is to get you well. My goal is not to do anything to you that you would feel embarrassed about. So first of all, I want to make sure that you're willing and accepting to go through with this, because all people are can be hypnotized. It's simply whether or not they're willing to go along with the process. And as a healer, that's what matters to me because you're going to waste your money and my time, which I don't have a lot of given that I run in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. So 
I want to know that the person wants to be there and wants to get better and wants to affect a change quickly. So that's my job as I see it. Okay. To help them affect that change. And so we will have anywhere from three to six sessions and you're done. Right. And you know what? Um, it was an emotionally focused therapist and hypnotherapist. Uh, yeah. So I have a bit, like a slight bit of knowledge, and I do know how helpful it can be. And like you said, it was only about uh, four to six sessions, something like that. Because you yes. did mention that the tactics or the methods that that are being taught, once they're learned, then you can pretty much carry on from there, um, applying them to yourself. Which yes, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I work. I do talk therapy as well in my practice, and I also work hand in hand with uh, a psychiatrist and a neurologist that I can refer people to. Personally, I prefer um, a psychologist uh, because of the extension, um, because of the their training, their background. They study nothing but behavior, behavior of the brain for eight years. No one else does that. Not even a psychiatrist. So, um, they, but a psychiatrist would write scripts. So that's the re- uh, prescriptions. So that's the reason that I you I work with them because if I feel someone is in need of medication, then I would refer them there. Mm, okay, right. And they refer people to me conversely that they feel can't get over a hump. Mm. And the beauty of what I do is I go in, I fix, and I come out. So, or I go in, I extract the tools and inf- I extract the information I need so that I can use the tools in my tool bag, and I have quite a few, to help a person to be their best self. Okay. That's really what I do. Let's talk about the tool bag. Like, let's hop in Lydia or Dr. Tranquility's tool bag for like just a quick sec. And yeah. if you could just give your, let's say, top three tips for creative entrepreneurs because you are one um, but you also are a creative entrepreneur that has knowledge of um, mental wellness or mental health like positive mental health so if you could provide top three tips on how to I guess gather yourself daily like combat any feelings of stress overwhelm and anxiety Absolutely, sweetie bud. Um, the first one, I tell everyone to do this all the time. And there, I have videos if you go to Dr. Tranquility Lydia on Instagram. There are quick tips that last about a minute or less that you can do to reset anywhere you are. The first tip that I'm going to give you is if you are sitting, stand. If you are standing, sit. And if you can't do the, if you're standing and you need to do something else and you can't sit, walk. By moving your body, you automatically reset your mind and you'll have clarity. So simple. Yeah, really easy tips. The next one is one of my all-time personal favorites. And we close off the left nostril, oops, excuse me, close off the right nostril, breathing through the left. And if you do that for a series of 10 cleansing breaths, what you're doing is you're tripping the body into the parasympathetic nervous system. So that's where we relax and we digest our food. Um, We do all sorts of calming 
things and that's 10 seconds and you can actually if you practice it a bit you can actually do it anywhere you are you can be sitting in a boardroom at a meeting and close off the nostril and people don't realize what you're doing so if you and if by practicing it you can even cut your time in half so before you answer a question you want to do those cleansing breaths even if you only get three or four of them especially if you're being called upon is causing anxiety stress or if you're in a combative situation it allows you to use your rational mind so you're not reacting you're in control and you're acting oh, i love that okay yeah and very, then the third one i'm trying to think of what i would say because there's so many i'm just trying to come <laughs> up with one you know what i'm going to give one under day therapy and day therapy is a protocol that i use um to help people in their dating life okay. and partnership experiences of all kinds so i would say be prepared in that if you're going to have a meeting with someone definitely do your research right and if you're going to go on a date with someone have that first phone call or video chat before you go out this way you know what you're going to do you don't want to show up for your date in orange pumps when you're going hiking so that's the analogy that i like to use right makes sense and it sounds simple but it really helps you to de-stress because you'll find out who they are what they like to do and you'll have some jump off points when you're actually in partnership so whether that's a meeting or a date it helps you to have things to talk about during those awkward moments right okay right so there's no like and for those uh, who are already in relationships such as myself um, what would you yeah. offer for from that protocol for sure. I guess like a what maybe I, like I a date say, situation uh-huh uh, okay I, what I would what I would actually offer would be something more about arguments oh yes okay and the recommendation that I give and I try to use now I, I do use it but we're unhuman <laughs> so I, I miss out a couple of times yeah, yeah. I'm honest about it and we all will mm-hmm. but if you can remember to again using that stop and breathing before you say a thing because often when we're seeing red we're going to say something we do, would never say to the person yes. and it's going to be so hurtful and it doesn't accomplish anything you're hurt for a specific reason but you're going to because you've been suppressing things you're going to throw you know a whole bag of balls at it rather than just one ball mm. And men don't hear you. What they hear is na 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 na. They haven't heard a thing you said. Right? They they can't help themselves. They're we're different beings. We're different types of beings. So we can hear a lot of different things and we'll get all the points. A man won't. So pick the thing you want to talk about. Don't throw the whole kitchen at him because he's just going to tune you out and he's going to miss what you're trying to say and what you're trying to say is very valid. Exactly. So give yourself those couple of seconds there to get it together and to not scream it at him which is or toss anything at him which is very <laughs> tempting. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, well, I do love those tips. Yeah, the, all of those were really good. Um actually. Yeah. 
um, really quick things that you know people could do on a daily basis. Yeah, um, spe- and real things. Yeah, real things, real issues that people deal with from day to day. Yeah, because you can't, you can't always do a yoga pose, right? Right. You're not gonna that, just know, hop in downward dog in yeah, the middle of an argument. Yeah, that's not always doable. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or <prudent. laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of those. Um, those actions that we take um, on a day-to-day basis. What would you say are habits that are supportive of, I guess, a daily routine that avoids, or not avoids, but I'll say combats procrastination? Because that's the number that's one thing. <laughs> that is the number one thing that I know I struggle with, but it's also the number one thing that I've heard plenty of other creative entrepreneurs struggle with. Oh, sure, because we're creative, and so it comes from somewhat fear-based, mm. because we know what we have to do, and then we're afraid that it won't be accepted. Yes. So then we come up with, we that's our theory, right, our hypothesis, and then we come up with all sorts of things to substantiate the hypothesis. When the hypothesis is fear-based, not reality-based necessarily. So let yourself off the hook. I'd like to say, you know, come down from the cross. Someone can use the wood in the fireplace. Just give yourself a break and think of one aspect at a time. So if you're doing a painting, where is the place that you want to start? And if you're having a lot of dialogue with yourself and you don't have a quiet moment, sit down and you have time to do this sit down this is going to take about a minute breathe the way i've told you to breathe closing off the right nostril and leaving to your breathing through your left envision a box now this box can be made of any material that you choose it may be wood it may be glass could be fabric maybe as small as a ring or as large as a construction site dumpster the feature of the box is that it has a lock and you can toss the key away You're never going to need to open it because everything you place in the box spontaneously evaporates. And if you're going to place humans in your box, line it with some pillows so you don't feel guilty. If you're going to place doing a painting in your box, put all of the things that are causing you the top three stressors about the action, activity, goal into the box. Picture a big balloon, and you're tying the balloon to the box. As it drifts off, you're going to feel lighter and freer naturally. Lighter and freer, and just allow it to drift out of sight. Now see a warm light entering your toes and all the way up to your head, and escaping out of the top of your head. And when you're done, just see it moving through your body out of each pore, every orifice, shining to create a bubble around you that no one else can see. It's your safe protection spot. Open both nostrils and breathe 10 more times coming back to the present room. And then, what do you think of first? And that's where you begin. Hmm, that's a super unique exercise. But one that sounds like it could be very effective. Um, Because it really causes (laughs) you to think. Like you really have to focus on that exercise and not fear and not whatever else is, um, I guess, right. attacking you. Yeah. Because it really is fear-based. It's mm-hmm. fear that you won't get it done. 
and I'm, you know, I have, I, I am like Ms. Procrastination. So <laughs> Same here. I had to figure out as I have with many things, it's not just my educational background, it's life experience. You know, I had to figure out how to get over it. So I came up with a bunch of tools that help people get over it. And now I teach people how to do those tools, how to utilize the tools themselves. I love that. So your challenge became basically your mission. Um, or part of it anyway. Definitely a part of the mission, sure. Mm, that is really good. Self-sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was the original saboteur. <laughs> so I love self-sabotage and procrastination. And I had to get past them because I had to count on me. In a time where um, entrepreneurs were not as widely accepted unless you made a lot of money at what you did. <laughs> right. And now it's you been... Know, really opened up with social media and the internet it has and it's so beautiful yeah it's very accessible now it's kind of like we have no excuse no and you're gonna fail yeah newsflash right you're going to have failures you're not gonna think you even if you're the most gorgeous person in the world you're gonna assume you didn't look good in that particular Mm -hmm. picture you're gonna assume you didn't act in that particular part the way you wanted to and you didn't give the performance that was your best you're gonna assume that you could have charged that client more (laughs) you know (laughs) and so these are things that help you get past that because that's just a block it's a way that we hold ourselves back and then we blame the other person if you're strong in yourself and what you have to offer it doesn't matter because people will come and go sure some of them aren't going to get it they're not going to get you that happens to all of us but you are a strong successful person so get cracking love it Thank you so much for just summing that all up and kind of bringing everything around. If you could just take a quick moment to let everybody know, um, just remind everybody again, I know you mentioned it a few times uh, throughout the duration of the interview, but if you'll just let everybody know where they can find you on social media and also on your website. Yes, website is Dr. Tranquility. You may use doctor spelled out the word tranquility.com. Um, and you'll find date therapy on there as well. And then you'll find Power Women Global, which is where I bring women together on a series of roundtables, talk about different topics. And they're healers, they're female healers from all over the world. And we give you links uh, for organizations that combat domestic violence and human trafficking. And you can contribute $5 or $5,000 directly to the company yeah okay wow that's fantastic that's on satori xpr and then on instagram i'm the little at symbol of course dr tranquility lydia and date therapy is a separate account Thank you so much for listening to The Creatives Collective. I really appreciate your support of not only the podcast, but the collective as a whole. By supporting the podcast, they gain recognition of their creative work and, you know, they can share that with so many more people and obviously me with my creative work too, but also you. As you listen to the podcast, more you'll gain more tips and tricks and more knowledge that's going to support you in your growth and the expansion of your vision for your own business. 
when you get the chance, please like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or any other podcast listening platform. I do look forward to hearing from you and I would love to get feedback of what you think about the show. And if you have any other questions or you want to follow the progress of the Creatives Collective, feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's at the period creatives period collective on ig or you can send me an email at creativescollectivecoop at gmail.com see you next episode